0: Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with... Saul. ...Angeline. And today we're going to talk about tabletop RPGs that are coming out in 2022 that Saul is interested in.
1: Yeah. And some just have to be mentioned because they're special. Special? Special. Okay. So for me, I'm going to say Blade Runner. I like the movie, movies. Uh, I like the setting. I just like the whole ambiance of the whole film and trying to play in that world would be pretty cool t- for me okay and the uh, people who are going to make the game is free league who i believe they make some pretty good products i like their i like their books some people have mentioned they don't like their their books because they're they don't like the feel of their card covers they're too thick and they make the book too big but i actually the actual,
0: actual cover actual,
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> it's of like the book? It, it's too thick, yeah. so it, it makes Did
0: I read that in my email?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so.
0: Okay. So you're telling me that there's people that don't like the books because the cover is too thick.
1: Right, which makes the overall book really thick.
0: And this is a problem because...
1: I don't know, it doesn't fit in their backpack or something? Or their slim... Uh, was it over-the-shoulder bag, maybe? Okay, well,
0: everybody has their own preference.
1: <laughs> yes. that's uh, the, That's true. one I
0: have not heard before. But blade runner and what year is blade runner set in
1: well i think it was in 2020
0: oh well we've we've passed that
1: or 2021 i don't know one of those it was well, pretty close
0: those two years kind of ran together for me so
1: <laughs> for a lot of people so yeah i think there was a period where it was blade runner year like the year that blade runner was happening okay and, and everybody well i was complaining that where it was my flying car
0: you so. always complain about that. Oh,
1: that's true. Well, ever since that date, though, and
0: that I thought that had to do with the Jetsons and not necessarily Blade Runner.
1: Well, yeah, J- Jetsons was a cartoon, though, and Blade but Runner. But that's where made the flying real. car came from. Yeah, but well, you can make anything on the cartoon. Where Blade Runner kind of made it seem real and cool. Cool. That's that's the number one thing. So it is a free league game with <laughs> the Year Zero engine. With the Year Zero engine, of course, they modify each game. They tweak it, not modify. They tweak the, the system a little bit. And each game is a little bit... Each game that they have, that engine is a little bit different. So...
0: So Blade Runner is basically an investigative game, though, right? I'm going to guess yes. Because it's a future Los Angeles
1: for... Right. And I'm guessing you You don't not- have
0: to do it in Los Angeles, obviously.
1: No, you don't have to do it in Los Angeles. But I'm sure that's going to be the built-in setting. Well, yeah. So I think uh, Year Zero Engine is pretty a, a good system for that because it can be real easy and you can uh, make it a little bit more crunchy if you really want to make it that way i think it'll play well as a more simpler game the bait you're right the the heart of the game is an investigative game and uh like tales from the loop that is a purely investigative game and i think it would fit well with their game lineup rpg lineup and they seem to do really well with getting the what is it the ambiance of the of the rpg right because they did a really good job with tales from the loop using and their inspiration for that was this guy's art styling stalingrad or whatever his name is well, that's not stalingrad that's the city of a name in russia but whatever Simon is his first name and they made a role-playing game based on his art alien they made a game based on the that movie franchise and now they have blade runner which i think is a really cool setting uh, Another reason, I would love to run around in Blade Runner City. I know yeah, I can make up my own game. I, I can run in any system I want. I can run in D&D 5th edition. But I really like when game designers design a game specifically for a setting. And, and I think when they do a good job of it, it really works.
0: So when does that come out?
1: Well, so supposedly, I don't, I don't know, usually a Free League does either a kickstarter or now they're really into pre-orders but i think uh they may not even pre-order this uh make a pre-order i think they're just going to come it, it but basically publish it i guess it doesn't hurt for them to do pre-orders but it'll probably late in 2022 okay i'm guessing november okay and, and uh, the setting that takes place after the first movie but before the the second movie so the first one takes place in 2021 and then the other one takes place in 2049. So, somewhere around there is the setting. So, so moving on. The next, next game. Next one is another, uh, what is it? Another franchise, m- movie, or TV show. And it was the biggest, it is the biggest RPG Kickstarter ever. And that's Avatar Legends, based on the cartoon Avatar. I guess it's some, well, there's also a terrible movie, supposedly. I don't think I've ever seen it. I'm not really into Avatar. This is Avatar, the cartoon, not the movie with the blue aliens from, uh, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. I can't believe it. But uh, Cameron. Cameron, yes. Yeah, that's him. I've never really been into the cartoon or anime. I don't know which one it is. Uh, it's loved by a lot of people, obviously, because literally it made $10 million on the Kickstarter. I forget what. So the, there, what,
0: it's like the last Avatar. I mean, the last Airbender kind of thing.
1: Yes, the Airbender one. Yes. So there's uh, the 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 people the people have ability to bend what, what the four elements, right? Water, fire, earth, and air. Sorry, I'm a total noob as far as this. I've never watched. I know my friends really loved watching this, uh, and their kids, but we never really got into it, and so we never really watched it. Okay. So, uh, w- w- what is it? So, it is, uh, if you don't know what Avatar is or Last Airbender, you go watch an episode of the cartoon. It's available. People love this, <clears throat> excuse me, the people love this AP. They love, I mean, this IP. They love this the setting they love this show obviously because 10 million dollars is a freaking lot of money and i'm not sure that they're all people who play role-playing games a lot of people probably just saw oh they're making some a game with uh, the last airbender i'm gonna buy into it and i think that fueled the 10 million dollars that it garnered on kickstarter and i think it caught them off guard you know they were thinking i don't know what they were thinking but i forget what their goal was or a million dollars it was like maybe a hundred thousand dollars or something and they way overfunded and then and then they're on the hoof right they're stuck trying to make this game or publish this game or make this game in huge quantities right which takes a whole bunch of logistics and then the pandemic hit and then there's a paper shortage and cardboard shortage and shipping problems so uh, but it's hopefully- still
0: coming out in twenty twenty two,
1: hopefully. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Let me see what else. It's uh the the system is gonna be apocalypse world. Another reason I'm really not into it. People really so love it really
0: doesn't like that set that, that <laughs> rule set. Rule set. I I
1: I, I just don't I've not really played in it, that's the problem. I haven't really played in it in somebody who I thought did a good job running it. I've only played it once. It was at a con and it was a whole home game for me. I didn't quite get the whole excitement of what this system is. Anyway, so for
0: for this particular game there's um five different settings, right? Five time periods. periods yeah. that you can play That's pretty
1: at. neat, I think. That way if there's a certain part, I guess this is a large uh, what is it? time span. Mythos, yeah. that this game takes place or the Yeah, the story takes place and you can play in any of those time periods, which I think is pretty neat because it gives you a lot of, uh, what is it, variety to variety to play in. <laughs> and and I, it gives you a lot of choice. And, you know, if anything, that's what RPGs give you is a lot of choice. And I think if and Buddy's a fan of a certain time period, I think that that's at least that's pretty neat. I think that's really taking care of the, the people who are support their. Kickstarter,
0: okay. Moving What's on. the next one that you have written down? For me,
1: Pan Dragon Six Edition. Okay. Now, now this is pretty a good game already. We own. I own. I don't own any of the first three editions. Uh, I never really played it until much later. But I own the fourth edition game. I think.
0: I think you should know that technically you don't have to own every edition of a role playing game. So
1: I know what I'm saying is I I never got into it like early on. I mean, I remember playing it a couple times at, at a con. I mean, this is way back. You've been
0: play- But you guys played it a long time ago because Felipe was still in Salinas.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean 10 years ago. But I'm talking a long time ago, like 30 years ago, 40 okay. years ago. It is a long-standing game. It basically uses the same system. Some people think it is one of the most, I would not say perfect. Perfect. I wouldn't say perfect game, but they say it's like the pinnacle of... A role-playing game is.
0: You're putting a lot of pressure on the game, there,
1: dude. No, no, no. It is a really good game, And It for the, what for the genre that it's trying to emulate, it is a near perfect. I do game.
0: like the fact that there's good and a good side and a bad, or what do they call it? There's your the traits. Your the there There's always a good one and the a passions
1: bad one. and your yeah and the reverse of it. And I think that's it. I was that's a brilliant. Especially when you're playing knights who are conflicted sometimes. And Especially
0: the way these guys roll up their knights, they're always conflicted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's what you want. You want this, this La Morte Arthur, right? This, this type of uh, sweeping story that, that where good guys do bad things and bad guys aren't so bad sometimes. And so I think it, it's just a really good emulation of that. What? Oh my God, I forgot his name. What's his name? Who wrote it? Oh, Greg, Greg Stafford. Stafford who Greg Stafford was doing and he did this like 40 years ago so it's amazing for me 40 well pretty close and uh and he passed away right he passed away I think it's almost been 3 or 4 years already and he was working on this sixth edition he called it the ultimate his ultimate edition what that means I don't know but the people who but he had been working on it was working on it he passed away i think they gave it to i don't remember his name larkins that's his name that's right and he is that's david larkins and he's been uh blogging about his process and the progress that he's making and it's going to be published in 2022 and i had to mention it like i said it's already a great game you can pick up any of the previous editions i actually like 5.2 uh, it doesn't have as much information as the fourth edition because the fourth edition has all kinds of stuff it's a a big book but the 5.2 is just really pretty it's a nice art all the way through it's full color just a nice book this one i don't know what they're gonna do i think it's gonna be split up in a couple books like did the you Game already Masters.
0: did you is, is chaosium is putting this out they're not doing a kickstarter right
1: uh i don't know oh, okay look at it i'm going by memory I, well
0: chaosium is putting, putting yeah
1: chaosium out, so. is yeah that's his company what was his company and uh They've been doing really good. They've been putting out some really nice stuff. So, and of course, for their for a company that that was their almost their flagstaff product, they're not going to hold back on this one.
0: Well, you know that since it's a new edition, people are going to complain about stuff.
1: I don't think people can complain anything about.
0: Them. Okay.
1: No, <laughs> not be facetious. Dream on. Uh, you're right. There's going to be people who complain about it, but for people who who maybe have played it in the past or people who really wanted to play this game, I think it's, it's going to be a really good product. I mean, I don't think Chaosium at this point is is what is going for a money grab and it's going to do Greg Stafford wrong. They're just going to put out something and they're going to honor him, right? I'm guessing that's how I feel is that was what they're doing because he did basically start Chaosium and, and put him on the map. That and RuneQuest, but he also wrote that. Next is Mothership. So when I was going to, when I was, but I pre-ordered Alien or I bought Alien. I forget what.
0: Anything having to do with a xenomorph, he will purchase.
1: Yeah, I really, I, what's weird is that I, I don't like the first movie so much. I love Aliens. Alien is too horrific for me, but still a good movie. And uh, anyway, so I really like the franchise and, and stuff. And when when Alien was coming out, Mothership came out and Mothership was uh a PDF uh, I had never heard of it but it's science fiction space horror game and in it you can play uh, space truckers c- colon colonists uh what is it the marines so it sounds to me just like aliens but what they do is they they open up the the bad guys it's just not aliens from like not Rosina Morse, but there's other horrors you can find out in space. And it was uh, their first edition was kind of like, like I think he just released it as a PDF. I don't know if there's ever actually been an actual book published.
0: I don't, I don't know either.
1: But it, but if it was published, it was very limited run. And I think most of all the, uh, the most of the stuff that's come out. Has been on PDF and the, he decided to make a box set. It did rather well. I did not get the Kickstarter because I figured I could just buy it because it's obviously going to fund and it funded really well. It's really neat.
0: Did you? Well, the box set is going to include the starter set, um, the core rules, a selection of adventures from several notable indie designers, whatever that means.
1: Indie, indie designers, yeah. And so what is it? It's a Do We need
0: another. Do we need another alien game?
1: No, 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 no. We but don't. But you're gonna buy it. No, no. I said I didn't kickstart it, but uh, eventually you will buy I it. If I would buy it, it I, 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 I obviously didn't kickstart it, what, so I could always buy it So the, the, the it people later.
0: that are publishing this is called Tuesday Night Games. That's night as in a medieval night.
1: Oh, <laughs> please play on words. Yes so it's a rules light super light you can make a character uh the instructions to make characters on one sheet Uh, it's it's one sheet instructions to make a a spaceship so that's pretty amazing it's a that is available now mothership is available now on pdf through drive through rpg and probably their website and you can also buy i forget the name of it but there is a uh a scenario that's that's available and there's a couple other stuff that other people have made so they're getting all that stuff together putting it in a box in the really nice book book set book, mm-hmm. books and putting it in a box set okay and of course you know with the kickstarter they keep adding more and more stuff so this is it's basically the box set is going to be full of adventures and and other knickknacks and stuff but uh, it's going to be you know a hardback uh, not hardback but it's going to be a, a fully published set of uh, rules so, for people who like science fiction horror but don't want to be tied to the storyline in Aliens, this would be a perfect uh, alternative, I think.
0: You may not die as quickly.
1: No, you probably will. Okay, <laughs> you probably will. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they, uh, they both have the same humans are very fragile in space kind of thing, <laughs> and <laughs> which, xenomorphs aren't. Which I think they they probably, people pretty much are. Next on my list is Cyborg, which is a Borg. It's inspired by Mork Borg. It's the same people who make it. Morkborg was amazingly well-liked in when it was published last year, I think, or maybe the year before. I'm not sure if it was published in 19, 19, 20, 1920, 1920. 2020 or 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I'm he
0: just back. sent us back a hundred years. <laughs> I know.
1: Just dirty. Just okay. 1920
0: is a hundred years ago. I said
1: 1990, I think. Anyway, so... So, Cyborg, it was really. It's a rules light system. Uh, it is. Uh, it is basically a, an apocalyptic world. Is the world is definitely ending? There's no doubt about it, right? And in the last, few, this is Morkborg, and in the last few days or weeks, you have to get something off your chest, or you're going after somebody who did you wrong, and basically the characters are that you play are usually not very nice. They're really at the end of the world, y- your biggest worry is to go kill or get somebody for whatever, whatever, however they did you wrong. So it's kind of, kind of a weird, uh, setting. So cyborg is that setting, but in a cyberpunk world instead, nano
0: and, infested doomsday RPG. <laughs> exactly.
1: <it says. laughs> so, so for people who think, uh, Shadowrun and and other games like that are too nice uh, you can get them <laughs> cyborg and uh, like I said it's a rules light that the, the people really like this system I thought it was uh I thought it was pretty neat uh, they, they, they love the art this this it was, it was a bright yellow cover with stuff scrawled on it it was just this really I they, they they even came out with an album of uh, like heavy metal music and it, and the community really loved it, and I think it's it's one of those, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, I haven't really looked at the book. I always bought it because it's not very expensive, and it's just really tongue-in-cheek because at the end of the, when you play the game, right, the end of the world has ended. So the publishers or the, the writer or the creator said that you have to burn the book.
0: That'll make it hard to play again,
1: right? So you, you, that or you, you know, that way you can increase sales <laughs> if you have, must, If you if you play it right, so uh, cyborg. I think it's going to be a fun game for people who like that setting, who like the Morkborg type of play. It's not for everybody. It, but,
0: sounds, it sounds a little brutal to me. Yeah, well, that's
1: exactly what they're going for. But you know, these people are sweet. I think they're Swedish. And that's a lot. <laughs> There's something about that regimented lifestyle. But anyway, so yeah, so, so that's it,
0: supposed to come out around June, June of this year, June
1: 2022. Yes. yes. Did they kickstart it? I don't know. If they yes, they
0: crowdfunded
1: funded. They crowd started. funded the, books, funded it says. the books. Yes, so that's pretty cool. Uh, obviously, they're gonna it's gonna be published and they're gonna it'll hit retail retail uh, settings. I
0: think I'd rather play Shadowrun. <laughs> I'm only saying that because uh, at the end of the world. I don't know. Yeah, we were too Maybe. close to that already. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, some people might feel that way. Yeah, that's true. I think somebody just mentioned that uh, in one of the games. Uh, one of my friends, we we're talking about. We we're talking about online. What game to play? I'm not going to digress here. But we we're talking about what game to play. and somebody mentioned Twilight 2000 by freely the fourth edition, and or I don't know what edition it is. <laughs> and, uh, and and Morgan said that, and Morgan and said, isn't that kind of kind of close to. To what we're experiencing already. <laughs> and then, and then uh, of course, Morgan goes, yeah, it's good good to explore. And Bay goes, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so here we go. Sorry. Next on my list is Sky Raiders of Aberox.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: <laughs> well, Sky Raiders, it's a steampunk airship game using the fifth edition D&D rules. Now, for me, don't let that scare you because... Yes, I know, there is a ton of setting books for 5th edition now, and more coming out day after day. And the difference is, this is by Tracy Hick- Tracy and Laura Hickman. Now, they're a husband and wife team that have been around for a while. They've been written books. They're famous for Dragonlance series. And they also made... Ravenloft series so and both of those have been translated well Ravenloft was a RPG setting and Dragonlance became an RPG setting in third edition and people love those books people love that those settings and there's a good track record for them right they make good good settings that people really like but the real the real kicker on this one is that they're gonna make it so uh they're gonna have a mobile app that you can work on your it works on your phone and like in modules and stuff like that. You can use your, depending on what character you are, what kind of class you are and, and what race you are, you get your mobile app that has your character class in it. And then you you use your camera and you show it over picture, over pictures or maps and it gives you specific information for your character and, or your race. And some of it is public information and some of it says, keep a secret, do not share. So there's all kinds of things that they're gonna work with. I think it's an interesting idea, uh, I've heard of stuff like that happening uh, a while ago. Uh, I don't think it ever really implemented very well, but I really have faith that these these two creators will be able to pull it off and do a really well job. They're by by trade, they are writers. I mean, that's what they're made their money on, and then later on, they started making uh, backgrounds or settings for for D anD. d
0: You'll have to wait till the end of the year, though, because this one isn't going to be shipping until
1: november right 6th. and they, uh yeah they say that they're pretty much uh, uh that's their target date to so it publish. may not be until no, the next think, year well they're, they're supposedly uh they're they're you know the one there's a lot of pool that they have because they're famous and they have i don't know how if they, i don't know if they're rich but they do have a track record for for putting out a good product so uh people they're pretty good at p- you know they know what they're doing, and so the idea that they have a good date, and they even included in the in the uh, press thing about the the paper shortage and the and the shipping problems, they they're really confident that they can put it out in November twenty twenty six, November twenty
0: twenty two. Are those all of the games? What about that one that we were talking about um, that I don't see that you have Coyote. written down, Coyote and Crow. Crow.
1: Yeah, that was another big start, big uh, Kickstarter. Uh, it has to do with what what would happen if Western Europeans never made it to the Americas or whatever it is, the Americas, and that those cultures expanded and became technological and all this other stuff. So it's an alternate history type game. And what's interesting is that it was really, it it funded or oh, way overfunded. It's uh, the person who made it was. Uh, who ran the campaign said it was going to be uh highly uh what is they're going to involve indigenous peoples in writing of the book i don't know in what capacity but but that was their goal the study looks pretty interesting i just wasn't sure that i i don't know why i didn't kickstart it but i was going to kickstart it but then it was way overfunded so i'm like okay they don't need they don't really need my money and so i just decided not to do it but uh it's supposed to be out this year. It's really uh, highly anticipated. And uh, it looks really pretty. They, they, the art looks really, really nice so far as far for for I can see. But I really don't know much about it other than that. I think, I don't even know what system they're using. Do you know, honey? Uh, Probably Apocalypse World. It, it doesn't say. say. Is it going to be its own, maybe its own system?
0: Mm, no, it, it doesn't say what system it is.
1: Mm. Yeah, so that that's another one that people are looking forward to. Well, obviously, since it made a lot of money and uh, it was kickstarted, and it's supposed to be produced uh, or published in this year. There's a lot of games that were that were made uh, or kickstarted. Uh, I didn't really uh, want to list just to have a whole list of them. I just want to talk about some of them in the ones that you liked, more, the ones that I liked. Yes, uh, there's a, quite a few others that I didn't mention. Uh, I just uh, wasn't uh all that interesting to me <laughs> but there's uh, there's uh, there's some game by i i know who the creator is banana chan is one of the creators of it and she made this game last year in 2021 about owning the owning a restaurant and fighting uh hopping vampires at night hmm. so i <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't even, I hadn't even heard of that game i saw one of our friends uh had had bought it but he's really into the indie scene i forget the name of it i, I don't want to well, butcher it. the
0: new one is or there's one coming out in 2022 called exquisite crime yes that's it and solve mystery with scribbles and
1: yeah it's really this is she
0: and i'm sorry <laughs> to butcher the name designers last rpg
1: Right, right. It's, it's there' you know, the indie indie uh, game creators can really uh, get esoteric. So we're talking about the the last game uh, was it Gianchi? Is that what it's called?
0: Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gianchi was was made by the the creators previously that came out, I think, last year or the year before. And this this mystery game is about drawing, about. Basically, one person or a group of people tell another person what what the suspect looks like and other people draw it and you can get weird pictures of <laughs> it. It's a very player-storytelling-driven uh, game.
0: Kind of was like uh, the, the description that I read was uh, it's like Dixit or Mysterium where you're trying to convey things to other people.
1: Right. And I think I read the same article where it says it's like M- Mysterium and, what was it? Dixit. Dixit. But in reverse. I don't know what that means. But uh, we used to like Dixit. We used to play it quite a bit. Uh, I really, really liked the art. And I think in this case, uh, people are drawing. So, <laughs> I, in, my, in my challenged uh, drawing challenged household, that might be a little bit much.
0: Well, even Dixit was hard for it. The boys take things literally. So uh, yes. these pictures, sometimes it's, you know, you can kind of figure out what they're going to get, what they're, what they're guessing or what they want you to guess because they literally took the picture. Literally.
1: <laughs> literally. So I, I, I did forget some games that I was looking at. One is fight with spirit, <laughs> which, which is a, a game about being the underdog team well you don't necessarily have to be underdog but being in a sports team and the trials and tribulations of that sports team and and you know you have that rival you have that that goal set uh that goal that you have set for yourself and it's really interesting idea i don't know if i will pick this up i don't know if my people my people will play this game I think on, maybe in a one-shot, uh, maybe.
0: This game would not interest Kathy in the least.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, I happen to like, even though I'm not into real sports, I mean, I don't, I don't watch football. I do like, okay, it's, that's not I'm true. looking
0: at him because he's totally, he's a baseball, I don't know what you want to call it, but baseball's always on in my house when it's baseball season.
1: Well, I do love the Giants, so there we go. But anyway, but... I I don't I didn't grow up watching baseball, going to baseball games and stuff. It's, it's only something that happened later, or football. No, that stuff was never on TV. And
0: I force him to watch rugby all and the it, time.
1: Yeah, but I do love sports movies. I I I don't know something about it. Like Ru- Rudy, the movie. i laughs Jolene me because I watched it every once in a while. Uh, a Vision Quest with Matthew Muldeen as the wrestler. Both of my brothers were in wrestling. Let's
0: not even talk about Field of Dreams.
1: I, I'm not really a Field of Dreams fan. It's a good movie, but I, not, not, not r- very good. Uh, the Natural, though. Oh. Yeah, that is a good movie. She hates <laughs> it, She's it. more, more to death. So that's what I like, and I think... The one I did like was with Keanu Reeves. It was in a sports movie? Oh, The Replacement. Because
0: <laughs> they sing. <laughs>
1: that's the bad part. Anyway, so... I can see myself playing in the game. I don't know about running it, but it looks like it's about relationships. It's about meeting your goals, about you know all the angsty stuff that happens when you're a young person in the high school sports team.
0: There you go. I don't know what to say without about that one.
1: <laughs> Another one I, I thought I would be. Well, this one might be interested oh. to <laughs> to Kathy, our friend. Is flabbergasted. It's that
0: a, it looks funny to me.
1: It's about uh, high society, uh, early nineteen uh, early nineteen hundreds. Uh, people, not it's not taken too seriously, right? It's a little bit more. It's, it's more it, like Faulty Towers. It says, yeah, more Faulty Towers than let's say, uh Downton Abbey. Yes, right. <laughs> so uh, the 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 art that they have conveyed so far, it seems really whimsical, lighthearted. A lot of nice cartoony type depictions of the characters and stuff. So I think it's pretty neat. I think it looks interesting if you're really into that time period. And it, what is it? If you
0: like Downton Abbey. Yes. And you would like to.
1: A more lighthearted <clears throat> Downton Abbey. Yes. Yeah. Not so much brooding and, and tragedy. Yeah. A little bit more lighthearted. It's about class, right? It's about. That's about class.
0: <laughs> it's about, because you can play different classes of right. of people.
1: Right. So that's about it. I don't, uh, there's, there is a ton of games coming out. There's, uh, you just look it up. You'll find games. There's bound to be a game you might want to play and buy.
0: There's always a list of games at the beginning of the year. And right. so usually we just go through the ones that we think, well, that Saul thinks he's going to buy or may want to play in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yes, that's true.
0: And then there's some games that he looks at and goes, well, nah. Not for me. Not for me.
1: Avatar. But. There you go. But it's very popular and uh, you should take a look at it if you're a fan of that. So hopefully
0: something we talked about you like. If not, you can always let us know if there's a game coming out that you want us to talk about and we'll look it up. Or he may have already ordered it. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's already in our library. (laughs) So
0: there you go. This is Gaming Perspectives with Angeline,
1: And you have a good day.